Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Overcast, the Chagas Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring various insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. We're joined in this episode by Dr. Frank Campion, who's going to discuss reducing the number of problem ewes within our flocks. As many of these issues or problems we see in flocks occur during the lambing period, Frank highlights the importance of identifying these sheep for culling via permanent means, so they don't really appear in the flocks for the coming seasons. We discuss the reasons for culling in flocks, but also the importance of recording these reasons of why ewes are actually culled. Frank outlines why it's important to review these reasons to identify potential issues within the flock. He expands on this given examples of culling levels and some of the variation we see within the flocks in the Better Farm Sheep Programme. As culling is an ongoing process, we finish up discussing some other issues to target as the season progresses. We start off, however, Frank discussing why it's important to remove some of the passengers or problem ewes to have a more productive breeding flock. Coming up to the breeding season next August, September, you'll be hearing plenty of things coming out from us about, you know, going through the flock, picking out those coal yews, those unproductive yews, and making sure they don't go back to the ram again. But realistically, that process starts now at lambing time. And a lot of the reasons we call yews is the problems that occur at lambing time, be it prolapse, mastitis, poor milk, all those things. And often we see them at lambing and we say, yeah, that's yew and calling her. And she goes out to grass and things green up and we get the memories fade. And by the time August comes around, we say, geez, that's a great job on keeping her. So what we have to do at this stage is make sure that we mark those yaws so that when it comes to August, we say, yeah, I'm definitely getting, I know why I've marked her and she's going. And I think that's it, Frank. It really is an opportunity to remove some of them pastures in the system or some of them sheep that cause a bit more labour and a bit more input during that lambing period. You touch on something like identifying them sheep and making sure that they don't reappear in flocks. Mm. Frequently, we'll see them turn up year to year, and then you're oh yeah, that one did it the year before. Like, what's the best means of identifying them sheep that you need to call at this stage of the year? It has to be some sort of a permanent mark. So we're probably all inclined to put a, a big spray can mark on them and say, right, I'll, I'll remember that, Joe, and I can see her. And then we shear the O and the rain gets at the spray can mark and that mark disappears. So it's something as simple as having a little bag of red tags that you just put in the ear of the O that'll identify her as a call. And you'll know then when you come along later on the year, if she has a red tag in the ear, well, yeah, she's for calling. Now, look, that's the basic way. You can go all the way up then to doing the more, I suppose, sophisticated methods of recording it electronically. And with the, the Better Farm Programme, Sheep Farmers, that's, we will be recording it electronically. But it, it doesn't necessarily need to be that sophisticated either. If you, something as simple as a copybook or a diary, write down the last four digits of the tag and a two, one or two words as to why you're calling her prolapse, milk, mastitis. So when you do come to call and then you can say, well, look, at I know why I'm pulling her. If you decide she looks like a good job. But equally, what it does is it helps you identify problems in the flock. I have, might have an issue here. And that's what we might just touch on in a minute. But I think your first point there, like, you know, the civil thing you put on red X and you, you'll see it for a couple of weeks, but it, it'll disappear and certainly disappear come shearing him. Mm. That permanent mark, make sure you have no excuse but get rid of them. It, it, it solves some of the issues with short memory. Exactly, Karen. exactly. As a permanent mark. And even if you are doing the digital recording or writing down the reason, it just even when you come to pull off those yaws later in the year, it's much easier running along the race. You see your red tags, you pull them off. Maybe rather than going around trying to read tags, which you mightn't be as inclined to do if you're under pressure. And look, it's something similar to all the tags the players will provide you with them. They're, they're an inexpensive investment relative to that you laying on for another year. At this, at this stage of the year, when you're busiest, you realise the problems that those cause and the labour they're taking up from you. You won't remember that in three months' time. Frank, obviously in the Better Farm programme, the participants are recording a lot of this information for Cullen. Maybe you'll just outline some of the key issues or key problems that they're identifying and Cullen use for during this lambing period. 
Yeah, so look, it is something we're, we're recording in the Better Farms gear, and something we're probably putting a greater focus on this year after looking at some of the data coming through in previous years because what we're seeing is different trends between different flocks. And look, obviously, we're seeing the, the usual problems in terms of your mastitis or your prolapse showing up. But what we're seeing is the different rates of the two between the flocks, but also we're looking at different smaller issues. So, you know, bad mothers, yours that aren't producing enough milk at lambing time, you know, smaller issues like that that have a big influence on the productivity of flock, a big influence on the labour that goes into it. So we're starting to record that and try and identify that and get a handle on how what the prevalence of it is within the flocks. I suppose one of the other issues that probably crop up a lot of them is human status and other other related issues, whether it be bottle mm. teats or hanging bags. Like they're the kind of things you really don't want to carry over from year to year. No, exactly, exactly. They're the things that take up the time and cause cause the frustrations at lambing time. So, you know, we're identifying them and trying to record them now to see what the rate is. And, you know, every flock should be recording those things and pulling them out. And I think, like, just to take the recording aspect of it, sometimes we can get you know, overlooked and say, look, it's, it's grand, it's just one of them things to do. But it is actually no harm to go back at the end of the lambing. And you mentioned there, like, looking at that trend, if something is particularly high in a flock, if the rate of prolapse is particularly high, oftentimes during lambing, we mightn't realise that, is quite as high as it is, or if the mistakes mm. levels are high, you're, you've seen variation between individual farms on the levels of this. A simple review within the lamb and, and look back at it and say, well, what did they call the sheep for? Have I an issue and am I dealing with it? Or is it a carryover issue from the previous years? You might just give an example, Frank, like what kind of differences are you seeing between some of these flocks? Yeah, so look, I suppose we were looking before comparing different flocks with two flocks in particular jumped out where we were seeing you know, we're seeing up to 30% of the O's that were marked for colon were mastitis compared to on a, a similar a similar type flock, we had less than 10% of the O's marked for mastitis. So, you know, obviously that would identify potential issues in that flock with high mastitis. We'd have to go back and look at what's the problems. And we're seeing variations in things like prolapse as well between the flocks. You know, similar levels of variation between flocks were quite high in some flocks and then very, very low in other flocks. So I suppose, you know, they're all pointing to potential different issues within those flocks that we, we, now that we know it's occurring, we can go back and see what's potentially causing it and what can be done to solve the problem. It's all really about trying to reduce some of that input during that, that lambing period for the coming year. Exactly, exactly. And that's so, as you, you mentioned earlier, removing the passengers from the system, which is going to increase the productivity of the flock, and I suppose reduce the labour going into it as well. Like Just maybe one final part of that, Frank. I suppose, look, lambing period certainly is one thing. Another issue, and I've talked to you about this before, is maybe identifying the empties at the end of lambing, but that current process really goes on right the way up to weaning. Yeah, exactly. It's it's going on throughout the year, you know, that you're any other for different issues, you're pulling them out. And you know, now we're pulling out the issues that are cropping at cropping up at lambing. You know, as we go along the system, particularly where we're recording weights and things like that, we're going to identify the O's that aren't able to take the two take their lambs to grass and rear them and bring them back in at weaning time. We need to be marking those yos and pulling them out. Then we get into later in the year and we're starting into the obvious things again. We're checking others. We're looking at body condition score and getting rid of the ones that aren't recovering. That one aspect here about the ones that are poor performers are going on, they're probably the passengers that escape most during the year because they tend to turn up the following autumn in good condition and you assume that they're good yo, but they'll probably have to give themselves a very good time for them first couple of weeks. In certain cases there, frankly, is there a need maybe... After that first dose, maybe even a wee bit later, to, if you can spend a wee bit of time and try and mark them yields that aren't actually performing or doing the job. Yeah, it is. And that's that's it, Kieran. It is worth spending that bit of time to mark them because when you can see that your wither lambs, 
you'll quickly see what what level she's performing at and you can mark her at that stage and identify her. She's going to look like the good Joe when you come to picking your breeding yours because she will have a bit of condition on her and because she's not have put she won't have put it into the lambs, she won't have put it into producing. So it's a case of as you go along throughout the year, when you have them in for that first dose, having a look at them and identifying them at that stage, and even if you have them in later before weaning, identifying them again. I think it doesn't have to be as necessarily you can do that. It's like the calling here, and you can go right up to I'm going to record weights and check it back to growth weights. It can also be as simple as having a yo in the, the race and looking at her and looking at her lambs and making a, an astute decision to say, well, she's in great condition and there's two small lambs beside her. There's a red flag. Yep. And it's, it's, them, it's them simple interventions on early stage. Maybe they can try to reduce them out of them. You're keeping your flock. Frank, it was good yeah. catch up with you today on that. Thanks for the information. It's something we might actually revisit with you and get some of the results back from them better farms later on in the year prior to breeding and we'll see what were some of the key issues occurring on them farms. Yep, definitely, Kieran. Definitely. Frank, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Kieran. Okay, we're going to wrap things up at this point again as Frank has highlighted several times in that it's important we remove some of these passengers from the flock and use a permanent means of identifying them that they don't reappear in subsequent seasons and again, in many of these cases we'd advocate not keeping replacements from some of them colliers either. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for any updates from the Sheep Programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chagas Sheep. I'm Karen Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and you can listen in to any of our episodes.